It's time for another episode of Barefoot and Bearded with your host, Joe Robinson. Yes, here I am, and I'm staring at a pile of plastic wrappers, single-use disposable plastic wrappers from various food products. And guess where I found these? Uh, I guess on my walk. Of course, I go on a walk every morning if I am in good health with my wife, Leslie. And we walk from my place up to the Humvee open space. We usually do it around 6.45, 7 o'clock in the morning. And it's pretty much a guarantee that we'll come across uh, some trash pretty much every single time. And... Uh, it's interesting. I, I really enjoy looking at the ingredients of some of these food products, and uh, it's interesting that these uh, wrappers end up on the trail and along the sidewalk and in the gutter of the street on a regular basis. Um, but uh, I'm going to read this one's pretty amazing. Uh, this is something I thoroughly enjoy doing as well, reading all the fine print on these wrappers. Um, and this, this is from somebody who was enjoying red vines, original red red vines, and uh, the registered trademark. And these are twists. So, um, looks like the, the packaging is about the size of what you would find uh, uh, in your hair pasta or something like that. There's uh, some colors red, blue, white, and then some see through parts. And uh, looking here, I'll start with the ingredients and then share some other interesting tidbits with you. So, the ingredients is pretty simple. First ingredient is corn syrup. Mmm, good old corn syrup. And then, ingredient number two is wheat flour. Number three, citric acid. And number four, artificial flavor. They're not going to tell us what that actually is. It's just artificial flavor. Oh, okay. Yeah. And then um, the final ingredient is red number 40. All right. And just below that, just in case you didn't read the ingredients, it says allergen information contains wheat. All right. Good thing I checked that. And then just below that, in big bold letters, partially produced with genetic engineering. So, these, this product, uh, I was never a fan of these. Uh, if you are, uh, I hope I didn't push your bubble if you haven't read the ingredients before. Um, but this is not one of those candies that I look forward to. I was more of a chocolate bar type person that likes these candies. I, like, I really like Werther's Originals, but um, uh, my candy launching days are over. Uh, this is the one preserving my teeth and my mouth. But uh, these red vines, um, very suspicious. Like, what, what's the ingredient? Is it the corn? Is it the wheat? Is it the artificial flavor? It doesn't say which part of the ingredients is made with genetic engineering. So there's a mystery there. We don't know what the artificial flavor is. Uh, so, again, another mystery. Red 40, I've heard people have sensitivities or maybe some allergies to some of these colors that they uh, put in foods. 
but um, I don't know. This, just correct me if I'm wrong, but uh, it sounds like this would be really unhealthy to consume. Um, and uh, even even just uh, you know, if you're eating it once in a while, you're probably still have problems. Uh, and it might be very mysterious problems. So you might accumulate over time something in your system that uh, you can't even quite explain why you're having certain symptoms because they don't quite explain what's in this product. Amazing. But uh, they do have any questions or comments, and you can uh, write a letter to the American Licorice Company, PO Box 119, Laporte, Indiana, 46352. And maybe they'll let you know what the mysterious ingredients are. And below that, it says made in the USA. That's great. And then they have this special area. You know, usually where they put like certified organic or non-GMO or gluten-free or um, or it's kosher or whatever. Um, they have all these little circular logos, uh, and then one that says "Made in California" and then has a picture of uh, the state, the Atlanta state. And then next to that is another one where it says "Happy." Bubble of a picture. It looks like uh, some happy people. That, that very symbolic happy people. If you see the hydroflask, where it's uh, very simple shape with a, a period for a head and then basically a star-shaped body. Uh, so there's two older-looking ones and a smaller. I'm guessing it's a family of happy people standing on the earth next to some skyscrapers. And um, the whole thing is encircled in a, what looks like it's supposed to be fruit because there's some leaves sprouting out of the top of this bubble. And then underneath the happy people in the skyscrapers is some writing that says, Investing in Happiness. I don't know about you, but uh, you know, if you're consuming products like this on a regular basis, I'm guessing your happiness is probably going down the tubes as your health continues to degrade. But that's, I don't, I don't, it's so mysterious. There's even tiny writing through the land. I'm trying to see what it says. See, Canada, that American licorice company, I guess. No, that's not company. American licorice. Wow, I can't even read that writing. It's so. Oh, maybe it's AmericanLicorice.com slash IIH, maybe? No, I don't even know. Apparently, you can find out how they're investing in happiness. <laughs> you can read the, the address, which is almost microscopic. And then, next to that, this is the best. There's another circle, and within it, there's lots of writing. On the top, it says US Zero Waste. And then it says Certified Facility. And then it says Zero Waste Again. And then it says Gold or Cold. I can't tell if there's a G or a C. And then it says Business Council. And then there's an address for that. It's a web address USZWBC.org. Let's see. Let's find out right now 
what that leads us to. All right. U X Z W D C here we go. Ooh, this is exciting. Ooh, here we go. There's a picture of crushed waste on the home page. It says, less waste, higher efficiency, better savings. The true zero waste certification system enables facilities to define, pursue, and achieve their zero waste goals, cutting their carbon footprint and supporting public health. I mean, the crazy thing about all of this is, I'm looking at this waste and I don't pick up alongside Cannon Street in Orleans. And somehow they are saying on this wrapper, this very wrapper that is a waste product, that they are zero waste. Does that make any sense? Not really. But somehow they get to be certified that they produce no waste, even though I am holding an evidence of their waste in my hand. But what is this certification about? What, what, who are these people? Let's see. Certification. They have a new bar. Save on operation costs with true. T R U E. True zero waste. Okay. True certified states are environmentally responsible, more resource efficient, and help turn waste into savings and additional income streams by closing the loop. They collect greenhouse gases, manage risk, reduce litter and pollution, reinvest resources locally, create jobs, and add more value for their company and community. That sounds fantastic. What kind of jobs do they create? How is this zero waste? They're, they're basically just telling me that they do amazing things, but I yet in my hand is a piece of waste. I'm still not convinced. How it works? A true project's goal is to divert all solid waste from the landfill, incineration, waste energy, and the environment. Facilities achieve certification by meeting seven minimum program requirements and obtaining at least 31 points on the true zero waste application form. Available on the resources page. Let's see what, let's see what that is. Oh, wow. I'm not in the mind running something there. How exciting. Uh, here it is. See it. All right. Application scorecard. Ah, here we go. Scorecard. Credit one, right size collection containers and service levels. Credit four, complete review of supply chain. But it's sitting right there. Wow, there's a lot of credits. Meet the highest and best use for 80% of materials by way of the highest. Wow. So I, I now see how I can get certified. And, it, and it's just a spreadsheet with a list of ways to get credits. And I guess you just apply for most oh, so they are gold. They're gold certified, which is they got 46 to 63 points. Um, there's a platinum that you can start for, and then there's a silver and a gold. Platinum is 64 to 81 points. Looks like there's a lot of ways to score points. I'm not going to go over all this. There's a lot of information here, but uh, looks like if you're a bureaucrat and you have some time on your hands, you could find figure out ways to get your company credits, and then you could put this fancy little logo on the wrapper of waste. And I up on the street next to my house. So um, that's, that's great. And, well, let's see what this investing happiness is. I'm really curious about that. That one is at AmericanLicorice.com. 
I never thought to even look at this concept for if we just look at life.com, mechanicalize.com, slash ISR, ISH, maybe, investing, I don't know, IS. No, that's not it. Try ISH. No, that's not it. Alright. I can't read this address. I got a giant bad face on my internet browser. So now, let's see. Social responsibility. We can make it fun to run here. Community. Oh, there we go. Investing in happiness. People, community, environment. We strive to continuously improve our business practices to make American workers a great place to work, have a positive impact on our communities, and create a sustainable business model that respects and makes the most efficient use of our natural resources. That's it. And it has a picture uh, with a guy smiling in the lab or something, and a processing, food processing area with a care about behind him. And a bag over his head, he's smiling, he's considered people. And uh, that's one picture, and then another picture is uh, a bunch of people smiling uh, in front of a raised bed, I think, in some neighborhood somewhere, and one guy's holding a rake. And it's a mix of men and women, all fairly young. And then on the right, there's a picture of a stream with rocks and and nippers, trees, and a mountain in the background, says environment. So we got people, community, and environment, investing in happiness. All right. And they have no details. Oh, wait. So I can click on things that I'm going to press. All right. Let's find out. Carbon footprint reduction efforts. We track greenhouse gas emissions from our two U.S. facilities to monitor our progress toward emissions reductions. So we're tracking the greenhouse gas emissions. Tracking them. What are they falling around the planet as they pollute everything? By reducing our direct energy footprint is our first priority. We purchase carbon offsets for scope one. And, oh, so they're, they're purchasing carbon offsets. So they're throwing money at some something else that uh, is somehow restoring the environment, doing good for the environment, so they can continue to not be good for the environment. That's how it works. You just throw some money. Somewhere else, and, and you can mitigate for your own negative impacts. These include a myth less theory. So, where are they throwing money? We're a partnership with the Conservation Fund, American Liquors Company, supporting conservation and restoration of the funds that Sea River Forest, which spans 24,000 acres in Mendocino County, California, the Redwood Forest Store Market. Well, that's great. They're supporting that. And at the same time, they're making a product that's genetically modified where its single use disposable plastics are ending up on the street. And people are becoming more and more healthy to the point where they don't have the energy to visit a redwood forest, let alone care for them. And uh, their judgment is so clouded that they continue to eat until they have cancer, all these fine, sugary, genetically modified products. So, is, uh, is giving some money to the conservation fund to protect some redwood forest good? Yes, it is good. But should they also consider making a healthy product for people to consume that doesn't have 
plastic waste that ends up on the street and basically pollutes our water supply and the aesthetics of, of an area that is also naturally rich here in Orange County. Or not only Redwood's important in Orange County, uh, I don't know, just because that's where more people live. Who knows? There's all these questions. But uh, the American Liquors Company joins fight to end plastic waste. They joined the fight. I didn't know we had to fight in order to end plastic waste. I thought we just had to stop producing it. Huh, interesting. American Liquors Company joined the Ellen MacArthur Foundation New Plastic Economy Global Commitment. This global commitment brings together corporations and nonprofits and government entities from all over the world to tackle one of the largest problems our world faces plastic waste. And I'm staring at your plastic waste. It's in my hand, American Liquors Company. This is hilarious. How did you? You obviously didn't get rid of your plastic waste. Oh, wait, here we go. It's hard to a year. So, they're committing to make all plastic packaging 100% recyclable, reusable, or compostable by the year 2025. In an effort to move toward their goals, American Liquors Company has joined the Organic Sustainable Communities Packaging Coalition. Well, this is hopeful. Um, if they can, in fact, just five years away, that's not, not very long. Um, they could just stop making harmful, unhealthy products now. That would be even better um, than targeting them. They really need it. Recycling. I mean, we talked with Scott a lot about recycling. I mean, a lot of people know that that's as far as it's, uh, it's not. Most items don't end up being recycled, so how do you make sure that their products are recycled? Reusable? Are we going to reuse red vine bags? I don't know. And compostable? Well, that, that would be cool, but then again, they might have to make genetically modified corn or potatoes in order to and turn that into some plastic material that, um, in order to make a compostable product. They have to do that, but that's probably the only way to do it. Which means we have to clear more habitat and create more genetically modified farms in order to make plastic packaging that can be composed. All surrounding a product that can cause cancer and make you sick. Interesting. Maybe they should just not make red vines anymore or make them with wholesome natural ingredients. Um, that would be an option too. And, and maybe they could just put them in, I don't know, paper bags or just. Send them in bulk to you know stores in bulk bins so you could just spoon out the amount or pull out the amount you want and put it in your own container, reusable container. That's an idea. I don't think I, don't think, I swear I've seen bulk candy bins before. I don't know if I've seen it for red bunning, but um, it's not, I mean it sounds like they're maybe trying. I mean this is all text with photos and. Hugging a giant redwood tree, um, a photo, and people smiling with sunglasses on, pointing at the trees, beautiful scenes, measuring the diameter of the tree, um, uh, you know, all this to be zero waste, but yet the evidence is right here, okay? And, and it's funny, you know, I tried to convince some other companies to phase out their plastic waste and they talk about, oh, everything's recycling, but it's like, well, if it even gets to a proper recycling facility, if that exists, most of the time, I'm finding this stuff on sidewalks, on trailers, in gutters, in places 
where there aren't any bins around. And if I put it in a bin, does that mean it's automatically turned into a new product that that is uh, can hold more food? Or I, no, of course not. It's usually sent on the barge to China, or China doesn't want it sent on the barge to Malaysia, and then they incinerate it or they bury it somewhere. So. No, this is crazy. But um, moving on, I don't know. I guess I'm still hopeful. I mean, they devote a lot of resources, a lot of a lot to this website. They they outline a lot of what their efforts are. So maybe maybe I'm just being cynical. I don't know. But uh, when this plastic product doesn't end up on my street, just a few blocks away from my house, then I will believe. Often means more to me than words. But uh, let's see, is there anything else on this wrapper that is interesting? Since the 1920s, led by this branded company who's been made in California using small batch pumps and artisanal techniques, our rich heritage has been built by our dedication to consistent quality and flavor. We hope you love Red Vine Candy as much as we do. Enjoy. Don't forget to try all other delicious flavors. Wow, look at that wholesome paragraph right there. Makes me want to eat them. The 1920s. I seriously doubt they were made with the same ingredients in the 1920s. I don't know if they were getting some butter. They might put like mercury and who knows what else in the vines back in those good old days. But, uh, I don't know, the current ingredients, corn syrup, wheat flour, citric acid, artificial flavor, red 40, and genetically modified ingredients doesn't sound all too pleasant and wholesome and artisanal to me. It'd be fun to get a tour of this place. I'm sure it's pretty incredible how they turn ordinary cereal grains uh, into long, thin, narrow tubes of lovely red material. But to everybody, you can make your own choice. You want to eat red vines, you want to continue to support this company, um, or maybe consider not consuming something that is so mysterious with a wrapper that is still not really recyclable, as far as I can tell, and ending up on the street. Anywho. What else should we talk about today? I'm wondering. Um, well, I was going to have a Forge Walk in Silverado tomorrow, Wednesday, but um, turns out I guess it's available on Wednesday morning. So that's okay. It gives me time to do other things. Um, but I am looking forward to a Forge Walk coming up, uh, looking at our calendar. Uh, let's see, today is Tuesday. And on, oh, it's this Sunday, December 8th, we have a forage at Pottertainment at 1 p.m. Thanks to a request uh, from Sherwood, my favorite man, Sherwood. Um, he made this request. Uh, kudos to you for having the courage to commit to a date and a time and location. I uh, thank you for that. We have a ton of people sign up for this. Uh, and uh, so I'm looking forward to it. I haven't been to Powder Canyon in a little while, but it's a pretty diverse place. Um, and uh, 
uh, certain year, what is it, Mahogany Lakes, and uh, I think that's right, but um, a beautiful place uh, with walnut woodland, uh, so that alone is delightful, obviously, but uh, there's lots of other things, more well, by lots of plants, cool wildlife, I remember seeing some monarch butterfly caterpillars and milkweed there, um, shoot, what else have we seen? Slowly set up coyote one time. There's all sorts of cool stuff with Powder Canyon, and the trail usually is powdery soft. Although it's rained a bunch, so I don't know if it'll be, it'll be probably cool and squishy and wet, um, and unless we get some dry spell over the next few days. Um, but I'm looking forward to barefooting on that one, I hope you join us, I hope you consider barefooting as well. And um, also, um, on a prior day, Saturday, uh, at 11 a.m. at the historic Howe Waffle House, Dr. Wailella Howe Waffle. Um, she owned uh, this house with her husband uh, in Santa Ana as a Victorian era, you know, 18, I don't know, 1880s, 1890s, around that um, house, and they're having a Christmas open house. Uh, and I will be there with my friend Peggy, will be portraying some Victorian era. Um, service workers. Bobby Jimmy Sweeps will be a um, flower seller and we'll be singing some old fashioned Christmas carols, which everybody is welcome to tune in. Uh, and so that'll be a good time on Saturday the 7th. It starts at 11 a.m., but we'll be there around noon to do that. Got a Black Star Haunted Tour Saturday evening at 7 um, if people sign up. Otherwise, that will be canceled. The weather, it gets going to be cold enough, so I understand people have to warm up to wander up into the heavy darkness of Black Star in uh, early December. But um, that's what we got coming up. Um, and then the following week on the, let's see, the uh, 14th, we have another Black Star coming to Web 7. Um, if you want to make a reservations for the Black Star Hunter Tours, you can visit OC, hauntedoc.com, sorry, hauntedoc.com, and that's where you can make the reservations for that. Uh, and uh, then we have a mindfulness uh, meditation on Nature Walk at Sunday Park the following day, Sunday, the 15th at 8 a.m. And then coming up on December 21st, uh, we'll have, the winter solstice, the 21st, uh, it is. Or is it already winter? Ah, whatever. Anyway, uh, at 9 a.m., uh, there'll be a wild food and medicine hike with Anthony uh, up the uh, Harding Canyon. So um, it's another cool thing to look forward to. And Anthony is um, really sweet and knowledgeable and uh, fun to hang out with. So I uh, hope some of you can join that experience. Of course, you can sign up for most of these on our meetup, except for the stuff that's on the OC and the uh, Historical Society. If you're curious about the High Waffle House, Christmas Open House on the 7th, you should go on the Tenderman Historical Society as a website for that. So, anyway, I'm going to leave you now. I'm done reading uh, interesting rappers. Uh, I have plenty more, but. Um, I will see this for the next podcast. So, uh, until then, have a lovely uh, day and week, and hopefully I'll see you on the trail real soon. Thanks so much. It's Phil Robinson. Get good and bearded. See you later. <laughs>